You're listening to episode number 63 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I can't wait to introduce you to my friend, Ashley Brown. Ashley is the founder and owner of Routine and Things, a product-based business equipping women to consistently live their happiest life one routine at a time. Ashley strongly believes that routines are a form of wellness and can be a beautiful springboard for improving your home, yourself, and your life. She hosts the Routine and Things podcast, a space to learn and become inspired on all things routine, and she's on a mission to see as many women as possible live life with ease by starting, maintaining, and enjoying fun and freeing routines. Now, in today's conversation, Ashley and I are going to be talking about all things routines and specifically routines that energize us as moms. So if you are ready to dive into a beautiful conversation about how to prioritize ourselves as mamas and what routines can help ignite that passion again in motherhood, then let's get right into it. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to maximize your productivity and find peace in motherhood and business. That way you can have time for the things that really matter, like binging your favorite show and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey, Ashley, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here today, and I cannot wait to talk to you about routines, all things routines, but specifically routines that energize us as moms. So before we get into it, I would just love for you to introduce yourself to the listeners, let us know who you are, what you do, and who you live with. Yes. So my name is Ashley Brown, and I have to say thank you so much, Ashley, for having me on the podcast. This is such a beautiful, just I love anytime someone offers to have me share about routines um, to support women. So I'm so, so thankful for you. Um, But like I said, my name is Ashley Brown. I am a mama of two, two little girls, ages, they're almost two and almost four. So little babies. And um. I also live, so of course I live with them because I care for them, but I also live with my husband as well. We're high school sweethearts and he's super supportive. Um, and we live in Baltimore. So if you've never been to Baltimore, definitely come come check out Baltimore. It's a really, really great place and it has a really good food scene. We love the food scene here. Um, so that's just a little bit about my family life. Um, but then outside of that, I... And have the business routine and things, which is all about helping women consistently live their happiest life one routine at a time. And this is through products and resources that help women start, maintain, and enjoy routines. I strongly believe that routines are a form of wellness and that they can improve your home, yourself, your life. And also, I believe that routines don't fit into a box. I believe that routines do not need to be rigid. They do not need to be boring, but they can be flowy and freeing and fun. 
And that is my philosophy. So that's what I want to share and just spread the news about routines to anybody that I can, because they can do so much good for your life, especially when it comes to energizing you in your life, for sure. So that's a little bit about me. And on the side, I also teach nursing as well. I'm a nurse educator, which I love. I love to educate. So that's a part of me as well. That's amazing. I love that. So I would love for you to kind of elaborate on this idea that I talk about a lot on the podcast, and that is self-care. This idea that moms need to write themselves first on the checklist. They need to be a priority in order to pour into their family. So in your own words, can you just share with the moms listening right now, why is self-care important and what are some steps that we can take to start to prioritize ourselves? Yes. So self-care, as you as you said, is super important. And I feel like when we say that, like we know and like most of us know as women and especially moms that self-care is important, but something just gets into the way. And it's usually because we are so focused on the external and people around us. So, um, you know, we're focused on our children, which of course we need to be focused on them. We're focused on our spouse or even, even other family members that we get so consumed in that from the pressure of being in, in motherhood sometimes. And we get so consumed that then we forget about ourselves or we get so far down in the dumps to where it's like life is super stressful. And when you're in stress mode, you're not thinking about yourself. You're just trying to survive. And so that can pull you away from yourself as well. But really my belief about self-care, especially in my personal life, I went through a really challenging time when I was a stay-at-home mom and made that transition from working mom to stay-at-home where I lost sight of myself completely and I disconnected from myself for quite a bit of time. Um, It got so bad to where I got super depressed and that's that's how I even how this business came about is because of that time was so rough but routines kind of brought me back to life Um, and specifically a self-care routine and I think about self-care when I think about it for myself is I am consistently having meetings with myself that give to me in such a beautiful way. And I think about it as, you know, when we don't care for ourselves and or when we're really focused on others, we just slowly detach from our core, from our soul, from our spirit. And that just like slowly starts to manifest into you not really understanding or, or even recognizing who you are at a certain point, because it's that far gone. And so if you can think about just being connected to yourself does so much good for those around you. Um, and I love to just say, think about yourself. Like it does so much good for you to, meet with yourself to actually have that precious time with yourself where you are becoming aware of you and you are giving to yourself in a positive and beautiful way. I mean, it feels amazing when we do it. So, you know, 
and it doesn't have to be very time consuming. It doesn't have to cost any money at all. You can care for yourself in a really amazing way with little money or no money at all and with little time. And I also believe that self-care, it isn't a requirement that you do self-care alone. If you have children with you that you care for often and like you're a stay-at-home mom and that is your um, life right now, you can do self-care with your kids involved. Like that is okay. So I just want to encourage anyone listening, if self-care is something that you really need in your life right now, you know that and recognize it, then take the small step of, you know, even just five minutes, do something for you. I don't care what it is. Just sip your coffee slowly. Tell your kids to be quiet, leave you alone. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, if you can, right? So, so that is, you know, just that one small step of doing it can give you the momentum to keep doing it. And then you can increase from there, but like slowly build up your self-care. It doesn't have to be in this big leap. You can slowly build upon it. So, I mean, upon it. So that is something that I would, I just want to share. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you share that you do not have to do self-care alone because that is a something that I love to advocate for moms as well is a lot of moms do think like I have to be alone. I have to carve out all this amount of time to take care of myself. And you're right. It's like, no, it's the small pockets of time. It's the small five minute breaks that you can get by actually telling your children why it's important for you to take care of yourself. I have actually changed the language that I use with my children about what I'm doing in the morning. And I call it self-care time. This is a wake-up boundary that I have so that I can take care of myself so that I can in turn take care of you. And so as moms, we really have to establish that boundary right away, no matter what age our children are. They need to learn that we are a priority because we want them to grow up one day believing that they're a priority and that they too matter, right? So let us know, let us know what your self-care routine looks like. I'm so curious. I want to know, how did you start yours? I know you said like baby steps, start small. And then, so let's back up. Tell us your routine and then kind of intertwine how mamas can start this. Maybe they don't have one at all. Yes. So I will share with you my my favorite self-care routine that I do, and it is my bedtime routine that is one of my self-care routines I absolutely love. And what I do in that routine is super simple because that's a part of routine building is like, keep it simple. But after I, I shower and do my skincare routine, then my bedtime routine consists of journaling. And so I journal. I've been a journaler since I was a little girl. Like I love to journal. So I journal. And then after that, I will pray. I'm a huge God girl. So I pray. And then also I meditate at the end. So meditation has done so much for my mental health. Um, and And like, I love doing it at the end because many times I'll have the meditation on and I'm like just laying. And so then I'll fall asleep with the meditation playing, which is a really good way for me to ease into my sleep because I used to have trouble with sleep because of racing thoughts. And so the journaling, the prayer, the meditation has done everything for me in terms of my sleep. So that is my self-care routine that I 
have held on to for quite some time. It's been like over a year now that I do that routine, but that's like, that's like the, one of the routines that have lasted the longest is that bedtime routine that I haven't changed because it does so much good for me. I change my morning routine from time to time, depending on the season, but yeah, that one stays. That's great. That's one thing that I have found to be hard. Like I have a similar morning routine where I journal through my thoughts and then I like to study scripture and pray. And that's kind of my grounding time in the morning. However, I feel like it's so important to have that grounding nighttime routine because it really sets your morning up for success. And so I've been trying to figure out what that looks like. And so I love that. Now tell us more about your meditations. Are you said that they're recordings that you listen to? Yes. So I love doing meditations and I listen to them on an app called Chopra. So it's by Deepak Chopra. And um, he, this app, it's, it's a lot of people that's on the app doing meditations, but this app is so beautiful. Like if you definitely should check it out, it's on, um, it's just currently on iOS, but you can get it if you have an iPhone. It's beautiful meditations daily they come out with. It's a bunch of meditations on there from, they range from five minutes to 20 minute meditations. So, and also they have really good like sound therapy on there as well. Meditation for teenagers and kids. So it's a really beautiful app. Um, and though that's what I've been doing for the past like eight months is that app because it just recently came out but those are the meditations that I love I do have a morning routine right now I'm I'm going to tell you it's it's probably not what you expect um and it's super simple and just to set you up for it it's so simple because I'm a morning person but I'm like a 9 a.m morning person so if you talk <laughs> so if you talk to me around 7 you might get a little face that you don't like. And so I have to ease into my morning. So I do not do hardly anything in my morning routine like that. The only thing that I do is I wake up and of course, like I pray and like express gratitude for being here. But then just after that, I start to like rub myself and wake myself up like legit and stretch. That's it. That's all I do in the morning. I can't do more than that because I don't have the bandwidth. My mind is not has not woken up yet. So that's all that I do in my morning routine. And I think it's that simple too, just because my bedtime routine is more extensive. Um, and because I plan for my week. So like, I don't really think about like when I wake up, I don't usually have much on my mind. I already know what I'm doing and I already did my bedtime routine and journal and kind of express myself. So yeah, that's, it's super simple. That's why I'm always like, do you and your routines, because you can see, you know, you can gain inspiration from others, which is really beautiful. But if you go to do a routine and it is not feeling good for you, then something is off about it. It's nothing wrong with you. It's maybe you're doing something that you actually don't want to do, or that doesn't flow with your natural rhythm. And I know me, I used to tr struggle with doing like really extensive morning routines. And then I was like, mm -mm, like, I can't do this. I'm not, my mind's not even woke yet. I cannot. <laughs> so yeah. So it's that simple. That's awesome. And I love that you say do what works for you because I think so often 
we listen to the podcasts, we hear people on Instagram and we hear what is working for them. And we assume that it's naturally going to work the same for us, but that's just not true. You have to try things to see what you like and what you don't like, and then create a routine that works for you. So I love that you mentioned that. So can you think you do? It's really important. Yeah. I was going to say, can you think of like a few other routines that you can share with us that really help energize you and hopefully will help energize us as well? Yes. So outside of my bedtime routine, which I absolutely love, my planning routine energizes me like because I'm such a futuristic thinker. So I love to plan and that gives me so much energy because I'm being proactive. I have some predictability and it helps me to feel like, you know what, this week is going to go pretty good. Like even though things may come up, which they do constantly, it's still, I have that plan and that guide that I can go back to, to be like, okay, here's what is happening. Or if I need to reprioritize, that's okay too, because that happens in life as well. But I love planning and I plan weekly and I also plan daily, which has, I mean, I've been planning since I was small, but I absolutely love it because it just helps me stay calm. I feel like planning is my peacekeeper. It really helps me to stay on track. I would not be able to do the things that I'm doing in my life, you know, nurse educator, running a business, um, being a mom, a wife, like I wouldn't be able to do all those things if I did not have some type of plan in place. Of course, we have to have some flexibility in life. Plans don't always go as we want for them to go, which I have learned that lesson the hard way because I'm usually, I'm really type A to a certain extent. But I love flexibility now and I've learned to love it and enjoy it because it's really needed sometimes in life as well. So that is one one routine that definitely energizes me is my planning routine. Like I said, my bedtime routine and some of my cleaning routines do too. Like I have a home refresh routine that I do weekly. And when I'm around here and I'm cleaning and it like consists of me cleaning the bathrooms and vacuuming and sweeping. And when I do that, I have a lot of energy after that. And so I'm able to then use that energy and play with my girls or use that energy and and do something else. Or I might just sit my butt down and rest. But it really does energize me and it helps me feel good being in my home. So that's another one. I definitely agree with that. I think when you have a clean, organized, tidy space in your home, your anxiety just goes down. You feel a release of the pressure, right? To always be tidying and cleaning. And that's like a really big thing for me in my home too, is just having a decluttering routine, which I need to get better at, but like going through on a consistent basis and just making sure that I'm getting rid of excess that we don't use and that we don't need. Do you have a similar routine for kind of getting rid of extra in your home? I don't have an actual routine for that. I think because I'm so minimal. The only thing, the only thing right now, though, Ashley, is what I'll share is the thing that I have to make sure that I stay on top of is my children's clothes. Like my youngest will get my oldest girl's clothes, but then my older, but then my youngest girl's clothes, I'm not keeping them because I'm like, I'm not having any more children right now where they're going, they're going. So I'm now like every, I have a bin or a box at, my um, entryway 
that I just throw her clothes in when they get too small for her. And then I call green. I have, we have green drop where I am. So we call green drop. They come to the house, they pick them up. So that's, that's kind of a routine, but I don't like, it's not like I'm really thinking about it. It's just like, I have that box there, throw her clothes in there and just call them when it gets too full. So, yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love that. What is that called? Green drop? Green drop. Yes. They come to your home. And I remember learning about them. I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't have to go to Goodwill or Salvation Army. Great. Like you could just come. <laughs> yeah. I they have that where I live. I hope so. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's incredible. What other routines can you think of? I know that you are the routine queen. You have a lot, I'm sure. <laughs> I have, I have just, I probably have about seven because I'm a huge proponent of just have grounding routines. Like, right. You don't need to like routine, like routine your entire life. Like just have those routines that serve the values that you have. And so the routines that I have, honestly, that I do consistently is, um, like I said, my small morning routine is still a routine, small morning routine, bedtime routine. I also have tidy routine that I do at night um, where I will just pick up things off the floor, wipe down countertops, straighten things up in the living room. That's the tidy routine. And then I have a kitchen routine where I clean my kitchen, do the dishes, sweep the floor, wipe off the counter stove. And then I also have, like I said, my home refresh routine that I do weekly. And then I have my planning routines, which I do daily. And really my planning routine is the same, um, but I do do it daily and weekly. So those are the routines that keep me grounded, that keep me feeling like, you know what, I have some sort of control in my life and I'm able to manage life with more ease. So I definitely share like, you know, have the have routines, but don't have so many to the point where you can't manage them all. Um, but have the ones that truly matter to you. And you kind of know what those things are. And also meal planning too. I forgot about that. Meal planning is a huge one for me too, which has saved me a lot of time and being proactive. So, um, those, you know, think about which routines you need in your life in order for your life to feel good. Um, and that's going to be different from person to person. But those are the routines that stay in my household always that I will do and that I can actually manage on my own, which is important, right? Because I also have children and they have their routines, even though they don't have a bunch, they have a morning and bedtime that we do consistently. But I don't do and also one with their sitter as well. But I don't do... um you know, they don't have a bunch. So that's why I'm like, be able to manage your routines because if you have too many, it's going to get really tricky. So just have the ones that's necessary. That's really important. Yeah. I would definitely agree with you that the more routines you have, the less likely you're going to do them. So what advice would you have for moms listening who have maybe tried in the past to implement routines and it didn't go so well or they just never stuck to it? How can you kind of help them out and give them some tips for how to stick to their routines? Yes. Um, so the first tip I will share is in how you actually create your routine is really important. So um, I shared about this briefly, but making sure your routine is simple, um, making sure it's realistic, that it actually serves your season of life, making sure that it's flexible 
because our schedules change, life changes at times. We want to make sure we can flex a little bit. And then making sure it's fun is really important. So how you create your routine has a huge impact on your ability to maintain it. So that's the first thing. But then also after that, once you start a routine, right? Because a lot of times we are very gun-ho and we're like, okay, I'm starting this routine. And we're really hopeful. And it's it's beautiful to be hopeful. But I think when it comes to routines, um, we have to understand that we have to manage our expectations when we start a routine. So we think that a routine will go perfectly when we start it. And I would say probably eight times out of 10, it is not going to go perfectly. You're going to have some trial and error because just because we think about something in our minds, when we go to do it does not mean it's going to translate well. So that is really important for you to understand that trial and error is okay. Give yourself permission to start again or to tweak some things and start again. And that's going to help you be able to more so maintain your routine. But then also... One thing that I noticed for me is that when I started to recognize the ways in which I sabotaged my progress, that was really huge for me. So we will do things um, unknowingly and we're not aware of them that will stray us away from our routines because it seems like it seems easier for us to do those things. So, for example, one of my sabotaging behaviors is like organizing or tidying. So when I know I have something else to do, or I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that routine. And I find myself in the pantry organizing something. I'm like, okay, Ashley, like you knew you said you were going to do that exercise routine. So why are you over here in the pantry straightening up some um, cans of food? Like this doesn't make any sense. So we have to really understand and start to become aware of in which ways do we sabotage our progress. And if you are doing other things than your routine, then maybe the routine isn't working for you or it's too hard for you to manage. And that's a sign that maybe you need to go back and change that routine and tweak it a little bit. So that's another thing to keep in mind. And the last thing I will share that I think is really huge as well. And these are for um, the my, my peeps who, when they hear the word routine, they kind of like, they kind of like get a little bit stiff and they're like, I don't like that word. Cause I've heard so many people say that they don't like the word routine. I don't care what you have to do. You can change up the word, be my guest flow. Uh, I don't care what you call it. It's still a routine, I don't. but if you need to call it something different, do that. But I would love if you feel like routines are going to restrict you because you're more a go with the flow. I want you to really lean into the fact that routines are not going to cripple you. They are not going to restrict you. They're actually going to free you up to actually um, do more of what you love. And they actually enhance who you are when you create them to be that way. So if you can have the perspective that routines will meet you where you are and actually flow with who you are, then this is going to be a game changer in terms of your mindset when you're going to start a routine. So those are some tips um, that I've seen personally help me and also women that I've worked with before. Those are great tips, Ashley. Thank you for sharing those. And I definitely can relate to some of those struggles, the self-sabotaging for sure, (laughs) like definitely. And I guess I never realized it till now, but I always am just really good at coming up with excuses of why I don't want to do my workout routine. (laughs) That one specifically, (laughs) I'm like, I have so much other things that I'd rather do. So I would love for you to leave our listeners with 
maybe an action step that they can take and implement right now today after they are done listening to this episode, what would you say is the place that they should start or that you would recommend that they start with implementing a routine? Do you have like a specific one that you're like, this is the one I think you should start with? Yes. So when it comes, well, for you to start, it really depends. So I I never want to say which one you should start. Now, I will say if you don't have a self-care routine, that is one that will say start first, for sure. But if you have a self-care, then it's really going to depend on your life and what's going on with you right now. But I will share an action step that you can take to help steer you in the right direction is um, on our website, routineandthings.com. We have a routine assessment, which is free. And I will walk you through a series of questions that helps you weed through which routines are pretty good right now, which routines need some work. And by the end of it, you have more of an indication as to where you should start. So that is definitely an action step you can take today that would help you in that. Or you can just go with your intuition and just what is your gut saying? Which routine do you need in your life? Either or. So that's the first step, really deciding and determining which routine you need. I love that. That is so cool. I'm going to have to check that out for sure. I want to go see what I think I already know what routines I need to work on, but just in case, I love that. So before we end our conversation, I would really love for you to share with everyone how they can connect with you outside of that assessment and tell them about your course and the products you offer. Yes. So you can connect with me. One, everything is at routineandthings.com. So we have products and resources there and some freebies there as well. And then also I primarily hang out on Instagram and that's at routine and things. Um, If you are on Facebook, it's at routine and things as well. And so that's where you can find more. And I also want to share about the podcast. So I do have a podcast, routine and things podcast a lot of inspiration and information. If you're in search of um, that pertain to routines, that is your hub for that. (laughs) So that podcast is there for you as well. You can find that on our site, our site too, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, And yeah, that, that is where we are. And, and that's what I offer. Sometimes I do offer workshops. So if you see that I have a workshop that is being um, done at a certain time, then that would be a great opportunity to work with me as well. But that comes up usually like quarterly um, that I do workshops um, that will help you build routines. That's awesome. And can you share with them a little about your course too? You have an audio course, right? Oh, yes. Oh, thank you, Ashley. Yes. So I do. I always forget about that. So yes, I have an audio course that I just came out with through Listenable. And that course is 21 minutes. It walks you through routine building one-on-one. And it's similar to listen to a podcast, but without all of the fluff. Sometimes, you know, we love to conversate in podcasts, but it like gets straight to the point and it helps you to really decide what is needed when you are building your routine. It takes you through a three-step process. So that is there at routineandthings.com too. And it's free. It's free. Awesome. That's so cool. Thank you so much, Ashley. This was so fun. I think the listeners are really going to get a handle now on how they can set up these routines to help energize them because we as mamas need all the energy we can get. Yes. Thank you so much, Ashley. Oh my gosh, mama. Wasn't that incredible? I absolutely love Ashley's heart and I love her practical and really 
easy, simple ways to incorporate routine into our everyday life. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it and share it out on Instagram and tag me at the purpose gathering and Ashley at routine and things. And that is the word and spelled out a N D routine and things. And let us know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. I know sometimes as entrepreneurs, it can feel really frustrating to create routine in our personal life when we are so structured in our business life as well. But it is so important that we set up these simple and easy to repeat routines because it will help us to feel less overwhelmed and find more peace in motherhood and our business. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. For more resources and to become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com resources. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave me a review on iTunes. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find the show. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.